Welcome to the Conchi Coaching Podcast, where we take the concepts of mindset and energy leadership coaching and make them real so that you can get out of your own way, beat the burnout, and create a life and career that you love. I'm your host, Jen Massey. Hello, and welcome to the 15th episode of the Conchi Coaching Podcast. Today, I have Lauren Plod joining me. Lauren is a certified energy leadership coach who is passionate about helping individuals raise their energy, awareness, and personal power. Through coaching and her group programs, Lauren helps her clients trust their inner voice and connect with their deeper purpose, all while unearthing the strength that already lives inside them. Lauren, thank you so much for being back on my show today. Yay! I'm so happy to be back with you. <laughs> I always get excited. <laughs> I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy our conversations. You have such great energy, so I'm, ex- I'm excited to have you on. Yay! So when you and I first chatted, well, at least on the, the podcast, uh, I had you on for episode nine. And on that episode, we introduced the idea of cultivating resilience and the importance of understanding and adhering to our core values. Mm-hmm. And I I will tell you, it is one of the more popular episodes to date. Yes. It's, it's like, yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me to hear that. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good because it's all about, you know, the, the values and what it means, right? Like, what does it mean to make decisions based on our values. Mm -hmm. And since we recorded that episode, you and I have both run online group coaching workshops, both focused on the 10 core disciplines, which are really fundamental building blocks to help you master your mindset and energy and cultivate resilience, which is living a life based on those values that we talked about in episode nine. I know you and I have sat in on each other's courses and I've, I've loved seeing the growth that my attendees or enrollees mm-hmm. have achieved and I've loved watching your folks grow. Um, but tell me, tell me a little bit more about your program and, and what that was like for you. So just to clarify, Jen, sorry, you want me to go through the first time I ran it or what's coming up? Go through the first time you ran it and then we'll talk about what's coming up later. Okay. So yeah, the first program that I did actually, and I think it might have even been the brainchild of after we did our first podcast, possibly, because that was still, I guess, sort of at the beginning of the quarantine, beginning-ish. And I think people were still sort of reeling from like, oh like, my gosh, what does my life look like right now? And I was thinking about what can I bring quickly? Um, and ultimately somewhat easily to the masses that they can learn and start practicing. And so I, I did this quick, um, it was a five week crash course into the disciplines, which is a portion of our core dynamics training, as you know, and the disciplines are, like you said, they're these foundations, they're really these philosophies. And when you apply them to your life, the concepts are easy to understand. The practice is always a little bit, you know, more challenging, but the the the, the juice is in the challenge, right? So um, it was two disciplines a week, 
And uh, really, it was a very um, simple kind of bird's eye view, an overhead view of what these philosophies are, um, and some quick back and forth on how does this look for you today? You know, when I'm talking to my clients, like, okay, we talked about awareness. What does that look like today? And this is what it really is. And what were you aware of here? And kind of peeling away the layers, right? Each discipline leads into another one that just, it just keeps adding the profoundness of, wow, oh my gosh, it's like aha moment after aha moment. And I just think it was important to kind of place these things on the table in front of them and say, all right, guys, we're all freaking out. Let me give you some tools that you can implement in your life during stress and not during stress. Um, and that yeah. was kind of the the point of the first program. Yeah. And I love it. And I like how you said that the program was the brainchild from our podcast because your program was the brainchild for my program. <laughs> <laughs> I literally saw you roll it out. I'm like, Wow, you're a genius. <laughs> I've hit my genius. It's all downhill from here, Jen. <laughs> oh, don't sell yourself short. But I, I I think you hit on so many things there, right? And about the the gold of the disciplines and that they're so at a high level easy to understand, right? It's like, what does it mean to be more aware? How can we be more accepting and make conscious choices and trust the process? And how can we become fearless and confident and lean into our authenticity? And they're all concepts that we're like, yeah, I want to be fearless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to be more aware. But then when you dive into it, these disciplines are so easy for people to really just take that step back and say, how am I living my life? Mm-hmm. And while they're easy to understand, like you said, it's a challenge to practice, but it's like, how can I actually take that step back and just demystify these 10 little steps Mm -hmm. to be more aware, to be more accepting of people, to make conscious choices, which ultimately allow people to cultivate resilience and achieve higher levels of joy and satisfaction. And it's just, I have had so much fun running my course. And I had so much fun sitting in your course. And I would love to know, well, first, before we dive into like course stories, Mm -hmm. let's quickly just hit what the 10 disciplines are. So have at it. What are the 10 disciplines? So let me, I just want to go back real quick to something that you said. Because what I think is, you know, as we're talking about like, oh, the disciplines are so easy, right? What I kind of mean by that is when you think of the word discipline, right? People, they know it either as like a code of behavior, right? Like if you're super disciplined and you're at the gym every day, that kind of thing, or a branch of knowledge, right? Which is how you and I are working within it. It's like, it's like a philosophy and a branch of knowledge. And these disciplines are things that people have heard like all their lives, right? Like it's rare that I come across a client that I bring up awareness that they haven't at some point heard or been told, you know, about being more aware. But what we do is we're, like you said, demystifying. I love that word. It's we're just helping them engage in how to use it to their benefit. 
You know, it's one thing to tell someone, oh, you should X, Y, and Z, but here, let us show you actually how to start doing it and then Mm -hmm. practice it on their own. And it's like a total game changer. And you know what, that's a really good point because a few of the women who are enrolled in my course, probably all of them actually, now that I'm kind of thinking through who's in my course, I would classify all of them as highly aware individuals. Mm -hmm. Like they understand who they are. They kind of understand their goals. They know what they're marching towards, but some of the breakthroughs that they've had just with the first three disciplines alone of, oh my gosh, I'm not aware, as aware as I thought I was. I wasn't aware of all of these judgments that I was making on other people or the judgments that were holding me back. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that little unraveling of knots. So, you know, great call out there because it's so easy. Like you said, it's so easy for us to be like, oh, they're so easy. But like the concept is easy. Yeah. But having a guide, a guide to explain further, like what do, what do these concepts actually mean? And then the, the reflection assignments, right. On the back end that like allow them to then take it a step further and say, okay, what does this actually look like for me? Exactly. Exactly. Because like I said, it's one thing to talk about it, you know, and, and understand rationally what it means, but it's another to be guided, uh, into the steps of how it, you know, how to actually practice it and how to incorporate it into your life. And, you know, that's kind of the key element of what you and I do as coaches. Mm -hmm. It's more than just talking through it. Um, Okay, so if you want to go through the disciplines, so we'll see if I can do this in in, in order. <laughs> so, I'll fill in the blanks. You're fine. <laughs> okay. So we know, right? We have awareness, acceptance, conscious choice, right? Those three are the those are like the foundational, like mega changing. You could almost introduce those three without even introducing the rest of them, and they would still be changing lives and like causing people to have so much more control over their lives. So awareness, acceptance, conscious choice. Then you have trusting the process, authenticity, fearlessness, confidence. And I love how fearlessness comes before confidence. Uh Connection, presence in the moment, super important. I've been practicing that a lot myself over the last 90 days. And then, uh, 100% energetic engagement. Yeah. And I like the call out that you just made about how fearlessness comes before confidence. Mm -hmm. And I want to touch on that for a second before we move on, because a lot of people put fearlessness as the ultimate goal. I know I used to, but it's one thing to be fearless. And I know I've had a bunch of episodes talking about being fearless, which is living life despite your fears. Mm -hmm. It's not not having fears. Being fearless is the ability to say, you know what, my fears aren't going to hold me back. Mm -hmm. But confidence is really what allows, once you have the awareness that I can be fearless, it's the confidence that allows you to then move forward and be energetically engaged. Yep. That's exactly right. The fearlessness. And that's, I really love talking about this one in sessions because, you know, these disciplines are nuanced. 
right? Like for instance, when we talk about acceptance, I know I'm jumping around, but acceptance is not the same as settling. And that's a very specific nuance that we have to bring up because just because you're accepting of what is doesn't mean that you're okay with it or that it doesn't bother you or that, you know, you're not allowed to have feelings about it. So this fearlessness, you said it perfectly. It's acting in spite of your fears. What I love about fearlessness is, you know, obviously these were designed, you know, with brilliance in mind and you can obviously build on the previous disciplines, you know, to help you discover your fearlessness and how you can kind of incorporate it. But I love, and I have my own example of fearlessness, but I love peeling away what exactly is it that someone is feeling fear around? And let's really take a look at it and see, does this really make sense right now? Mm -hmm. Um, And I had it before my first, that five week crash course was the first group that I was going to run. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if nobody shows up to this? (laughs) What if absolutely no one is interested, right? That was my fear. And it almost paralyzed me. It made me not want to put it out because if I didn't put it out, I couldn't be disappointed, right? Mm. And my coach, and it was funny because the previous week we coached each other and the previous week I absolutely used the same exact discipline to coach her through something. And she totally used it back on me. And I was like, wow, that was a Jedi mind trick. But it worked (laughs) because she's like, let's break apart. Like, what is, where is this fear? Like, what happens? What happens if nobody shows up? And it was just so profound to be like, yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, you know, right. Like, or like, what, what if only one person signs up? Well, you right. know what, that one person is going to get a phenomenal deal. Exactly. Like, oh, well, <laughs> so true. And what's my opportunity in that moment, right? Which brings us back to all so many of our, you know, coaching umbrella, you know, philosophies that we live with. But um, so I love doing that with people because it has a profound yeah. effect. And and it really is the layers mm-hmm. because I know when I coach people, you know, I always ask the same few questions to get a session started. Like, what do you want to talk about today? What specifically is your goal? How can we measure that? Mm-hmm. But then I hit them with the, why is that important to you? And there's a lot of times that I ask that question, why is this important to you? two, three, four times, because it's never the first reason. It's the, it's the layers. Like, let's really dive deep to understand what is it mm-hmm. that's really going on here? Why is this so important to you? Or if they're facing a tough challenge, like, what's the challenge really? Yeah. The challenge isn't your boss being a dipshit, right? Like, the challenge is something within you. Sure, yeah. that's a roadblock, yeah. But what's, what's really going on at a deeper level here? What's the gremlin message saying? What's the inner critic? Why are we struggling to accept what's happening on the other side? Yeah. Oof. So that we can pull ourselves out and back into a higher energy level. I love it so much. Yeah. We've to- I think we both used this scenario in our um, fearlessness session too, which I absolutely love, which is reminding people that up until this day, they have gotten through 100% of their challenges. Mm -hmm. And it's like, boom, people, you have done this. You can do this. You know, it comes with confidence as well. Same, same idea. But 
you like with you could do this. You can handle the what if. Have faith in yourself. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. We could we in general we can have hours, but we you and I could literally just go down the rabbit hole of how amazing yes. this discipline. We're gonna jump over the rabbit hole. Okay. What were some of the major breakthroughs that some of your folks had as a result of your program? What what stories can you share? Oh my gosh. I, I can think of two right off the bat if I can even get through them without getting emotional because you know you get to know these people right and so you know what their pain points are and when they come back to you oh my god Lauren pull it together <clears throat> when they come back to you and they're like I have to share what happened and and how this changed my life I feel like not worthy enough right that I'm like mm-hmm. who am I to have even been part of this but I feel so overwhelmed with gratitude and appreciation that I was able to deliver something that they could use to create a better life, you know, or, or more happiness or more satisfaction. So the two that I think of, um, one, one is a young woman and she, she had actually coached with me privately previously. Honestly, that coaching was done prior to my even having the knowledge around the disciplines. But one of the things that we had touched on was that she was living a lot of her life for other people. There was kind of this common uh, theme of things that she was doing that weren't weren't really in line with what she wanted to be doing. And I remember asking her the question, right? Like, who did you do this for? And um, so that had started to bubble up. And when we did the session on authenticity, she was like, oh my gosh, like, this is what I've been lacking. Like it opened up all of the feelings and all of the vision and all of the choices and just how when she's feeling crappy because she wasn't authentic, there is a reason for that, right? And what would her life look like if she was just unapologetically herself, right? And and why are you what are you getting out of living for other people when you're making, and she's an adult woman, you know, a young adult woman. I mean, she's not a teenager, you know? So it was those questions, right? Like if you make these choices based on what your family wants for you, right? How, you know, what happens when your family's not around for you? What are you left with? Right? Like, so authenticity was huge for her. And to have known her and just seen her grow from that is, you know, it just, it breaks my heart wide open, right? I'm like, I always picture the Grinch at the end of the, <laughs> where he's like, his heart grew five My times heart grew three times. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how it, that's how it feels. Um, and then there was this other woman who, the, my first uh, contact with her was through the group. Uh, she joined the group. And she was consistent. She was there at every session, um, a, more on the quiet side, right? She wasn't the one that was always jumping in and, and uh, you know, uh, talking during the sessions a couple times, but not laying her life out, you know, like I'm one of those people, like I'll just lay my shit bare, you know, to anyone really. <laughs> but um, she wasn't, you know, she was uh, interacting, but not on a high level. And, um, I think it wasn't until we got to the very last session 
that I sort of asked the question, like, which discipline was easiest for you to practice? Which discipline was the hardest for you to adopt? Which one do you feel had the most impact? And she shared with me that um, confidence changed her life. And she said that she had been struggling with something. I don't know what that something was. She had alluded to it a couple of weeks before as well. And that when we went through the session on confidence, she really looked into that and asked herself some hard questions and adopted the idea of it. And she said even her husband noticed a shift and approached her and said, what have you been doing? Like, you're totally different. And it allowed her to take whatever the situation was head on and get through it. And this was something that she had brought up weeks before that she was really stressing about. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, it was really a problem. And and she was able to use confidence to, uh, you know, to get through it. And um, yeah, that also got me really emotional. I remember when she shared that Mm -hmm. and to your point, she, she had been one of the quieter ones through all your sessions, but you could tell, you can tell when people are taking things to heart. There's a couple in my group where like, I can, they don't speak often, but I can see them like reflecting and thinking deeply. Yes, And those are the ones that have had the huge breakthroughs and you can literally see them sit up straighter Mm -hmm. and like have that release of tension and like, Oh, it, it just gives me goosebumps. I just got it goosebumps. Just, yeah. <laughs> so just, it just gives me goosebumps. I had one, um, in full disclosure, as we're recording this, I still have two sessions left in my 10 session program. Mm-hmm. So my folks have gotten through connection. We have not yet talked about presence in the moment or energetic engagement. So I can't, I can't wait to see what the last two disciplines bring forward for them. Mm-hmm. But one of them, in particular, um, they've all had their own breakthroughs about, especially right now, because I'm running mine. You ran yours during the, you know, the heart of the quarantine. I'm running mine in the heart of all of the anti-hate, Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. trans lives matter, like all, the political environment right now. Let, let's just be honest, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter when you run this course. Like I, I saw a a meme earlier today that it was basically like half one of 2020 staring down half two of 2020 being like, I played my best hand. What have you got? The second half of 2020 is just laughing in its face. Right. Like, yeah, I see your shit and I'll raise you more shit. So, um, so, but Either way, like these disciplines have really helped people. Like you said, like, the, the acceptance piece and the judgment piece have been really helpful in having grounded conversations with people about political matters that are often left unsaid. Yeah. But by raising the energy level and not coming at it from a judgmental point of view, but rather from an acceptance of, Hey, I see you're human, mm. right? Like I, I know you're human. I I accept that you have a point of view. Yes, I accept that you. I accept that your point of view is not my point of view, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. How can we talk about it without either of us 
getting upset because we're not judging the other person. Mm -hmm. It's literally just coming from a place of openness and understanding. Right. But anyways, the, this one woman in my group, I just want to, I want to share a story that has been, it's been her, like her growth story that started at the beginning of the program. And then she just shared an update. She, she has been unemployed since the beginning of the pandemic. And we first chatted back then about like, well, what is it that you're looking for? And she really wanted to find a job that aligned with her values. She spends a lot of time volunteering. She's very connected at a local organization, spends all of her time volunteering there and giving back. And just her ultimate goal is finding a job that allows her to really lean in to her core values, which is community and giving back. And at the beginning of our course, which was awareness, right? Awareness is the first discipline. That was the first session. We talked about when it comes to awareness, it's being aware of our shitty first draft, which is a Brene Brown thing. And that's what story are we telling ourselves? And then challenging that story to say, how true is it? Yeah. How true is that story? And let's pull back and look at the universal truth. So right kind of simultaneous to that first session, she was given an opportunity from the head contact at the um, organization that she volunteers with. This contact basically served her a job on a silver platter and said, here's a job. I think you're going to be a great fit for it. Go interview for it. And she immediately started going into the shitty first draft of, oh my God, I'm not qualified, imposter syndrome. What if I'm not good enough? Like she had a really poor experience at her last job. So just like all of the gremlin message and inner critic about not being good enough. Yep. But she took that awareness and she challenged her first draft to realize like, no, wait a minute. I am good enough. I'm really good at what I do. Here's all the value that I can bring to this organization. Went through the interview process, had a phenomenal experience, got the job offer. And then I think at that point we had gotten through authenticity maybe. So it was like the fifth session, I believe. And she was reviewing the job offer. And after asking a couple follow-up questions, she realized there were enough red flags that indicated as much as she thought it aligned to her values, it didn't. Wow. And she, and she was feeling pressure to accept the job because it came from this high contact at this organization that she volunteers at. And she was literally able to pull back and use the disciplines to say, if this was any other job in any other situation that I had no contact to, I would say no without hesitation. Why am I feeling pressure to say yes to this? And she was able to use that to pull back and say, you know what? Let me be fearless. What's the worst thing that happens? The worst thing that happens is I rub somebody the wrong way and it potentially ruins this volunteer opportunity, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. My goal is to find a job that aligns with my values and this isn't it. And she said, no, she declined the job offer. And that was... (laughs) If I don't know what leans into vulnerability, confidence, fearlessness, and every other discipline, like I don't know. She just became the poster child. That that story is awesome. And by the way, let me drop a tidbit in there just about how the universe provides things when we need them. Like, what are the freaking chances? That's insane. I love that. Right. And it's been, I 
And it was so funny because I knew she had gotten the offer. So I was about to text her be like, hey, when do you start? And she happened to text me first to be like, I just wanted to let you know, I leaned into my values and it wasn't an easy decision, but I made a values-based decision and I am standing in my confidence. Oh my God. And I am, I'm going to keep looking. Woo, and then, I love it. And it's so good because it's, there's so many people who have jobs that are, have the, they're like, oh, whatever. I can keep looking. Like she's been out of work. So the confidence to be like, you know what? I'm okay with the fact that I might still be out of work Mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep volunteering. And then we talked about like a whole bunch of other stuff and wait until we actually get to trust the process. Right. Or no, which four was trust the process. So she had Right. So she had to really, I mean, that, that, that's leaning into trust also. Uh-huh. Every, literally every one of them. Literally. It was the awareness of the story she was telling herself, the conscious choice of leaning into values, trusting the process that everything happens for a reason, fearlessness. What's the worst that happens if I say no and confidence, having a hard conversation. And, and saying, I really appreciate the offer, but at this point, it's not, it's not the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. And how scary is it? <laughs> how scary <laughs> is it to really put trust in yourself? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, to really, to silence that inner critic and say, no, I, I trust myself. That's awesome. I tr- yeah. Oh my God. It's great. Mm-hmm. So we both did our five week crash course where we talked about each of the 10 disciplines. We each did two disciplines a week, Mm -hmm. 30-minute, quick in-and-out group coaching sessions. I know you and I have both tweaked our offerings for the next time based on feedback received. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear what what do you have in store (laughs) for your people? This makes me laugh because I'm like, let's face it, five weeks of half an hour is not enough, people. I, I think I made it through about the fourth one where I'm like, I called this master your mindset and energy. And this is really, what are the tools to master your mindset and energy? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is like, clearly it's an appetizer. Okay. Right. We're but uh, let's also there. be honest that mastering mindset and energy, whether we say five weeks or 10 weeks or 12 weeks, I, I think your program might be 12 weeks. Yeah. It is a lifelong yeah. practice. Yes, 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 yes. It is a lifelong master. practice. Mastery, Ever. mastery, I think, like by definition, in some way, means that you like never arrive or something. So it, it's continued growth and learning yeah. and self actualization. Exactly. So with with that, tell me about your course. Okay, so what I decided to do, um, and I I love it. You know what? The next one will probably change from this one, right? Because we're always learning, and every experience that we have, even with the clients that join the groups, right? We're learning even from them. Um, And so I just, I love, love, love this process. But what I decided to do was, um, I, mine is a 12 week course. It starts on July 14th, once a week, but it goes for an hour. And what I decided to incorporate was, and this is, this is really big, uh, because I love this piece. And I think that it, when you want to talk about awareness as a discipline, um, we have uh, the ELI assessment which is basically, you know, for anybody listening that doesn't know what it is, it's a a 70 question assessment 
you go in, you answer questions about yourself and how you, you know, react to certain things and think about certain things. And it gives us a uh, visual, you know, idea of how your energy is currently showing up for you. There are different levels that indicate different things. It really sheds light on, you know, what your conscious views are of the world and also your unconscious views. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really powerful because when you, like everybody that I've done a debrief with, I have that moment where they look at me and they're like, oh my God, you're so right. (laughs) You know, and I'm like, I'm not a mind reader. You put it on paper. Like this is how you are showing up and it's attitudinal and you can work on things that you don't like and that aren't working for you. And you can keep things that are working for you. You can change your energy. So I threw that in there as a group debrief. So everybody in the course will get to take the assessment and the first uh, session will be a a generalized group debrief where I just kind of go over what each level means and how it might be showing up. um, And I'll take questions there. The second session is actually going to be an introduction into the uh, influencers which I know is one of your all-time favorite topics that you mm-hmm. I, I love probably be picking your brain about that one. But so the influencers are right, SMEPSIs, right? So social, uh, mental, emotional, physical, where am I? Spiritual. Spiritual, environmental. Was that yeah. six? Yeah. So those are the influencers that basically influence, right? Again, how our energy shows up in those certain with those certain aspects around us, right? And it's, again, having learned it, it's so, I I almost hesitate to use the word simple because I know that it takes some work to grasp sometimes, right? And I don't want to oversimplify the idea, but it's stuff that you've probably been aware of, but never really knew how to tune into and start controlling, And just it, and then that leads us right into awareness, right? So, Mm -hmm. and then the next 10 sessions are just a really deep cognitive dive into the disciplines where there will be work in between the sessions, but we'll also be doing more work within the sessions. And I'm just really excited for it. Yeah, that's that sounds awesome. That is. Having the the awareness of the seven levels of energy mm-hmm. is huge. I actually took that as a learning from yours, and I did a self learning chapter in my course um, yeah. because I started mine about halfway through your program, and I, I remember you and I talking about that, and being like the importance of giving the language yeah. right of what what are the two types of energy, what are the seven levels of energy, and how does that really show up. It's so powerful. So that's that's amazing that you are including that in your package. If people, because I know I'll forget to ask later, if people want to learn more about your program, I'll drop it in the episode notes. But where can where can people go to learn more? Yes. So actually, this specific offering is through a partner of mine, which is The Gym, and it's actually called The Gym. So the website that they would go to is www.gettothegym.com forward slash Lauren dash Pla. And then they'll be able to see the actual program and there's a button to learn more and it kind of breaks out exactly what's included and all of that good stuff. Perfect. And I'll drop that in the episode notes. Awesome. 
Cool. Great. And then I also want to just touch on, I also have two yeah, courses I want coming up. So I'm just going to throw that in there. Um, one, one is this Master Your Mindset and Energy course. Again, um, similar to you, I received such amazing and positive feedback and saw such growth from the, the program I'm running already that the only thing I'm actually changing moving forward is I'm just making it a 10-week program instead of a five-week crash course. So everything else is staying the same. I'm just, rather than five weeks at two 30-minute sessions, I'm going to a 10-week with one one-hour sessions per week. Um, we're still going to have the self-learning of the energy levels. And it's just going to be a dynamic mix of education and group coaching and really detailed reflection assignments to help deepen the experience. So great place to start um, either your course or this course, if you want to learn the building blocks of what is it, what can I do to start to take control of my mindset and my energy? And then the second course I'm super pumped about because as you know, cultivating resilience is totally my jam. And like, I just love talking about it. And a lot of my podcasts have been about it. So I'm also concurrently going to be running a course called Cultivating Resilience and Unleashing Your Inner Power. I love that. I know. It's like just the title of it. I'm like, I I want to be like, does somebody else want to teach this? Because I want to take this. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But this, this course, the Cultivating Resilience and Unleashing Your Inner Power, it's the next step after the discipline. So this is for people who have already mastered their mindset and energy and tend to live at the higher energy levels as it is. And this is where we truly begin to do the deeper work to cultivate resilience, which is diving deeper into understanding your needs, understanding your values, understanding your talents and your emotions and your life purpose, and then using all of that to create a plan that really empowers you to live a life of greatness. Awesome. I don't know. I'm so pumped. Um, So that's going to be an eight-week course, and it's going to be set up very similarly, where it's going to be... Uh, 60 minute sessions, one time a week, dynamic mix between education and group coaching and reflection assignments. And I'm super pumped. I'm pumped about all of the courses because I'm a firm believer that like there's not enough coaches on this planet and every single, every one person that you and I can touch will then touch more people, Yeah. right? It's like the domino effect of raising consciousness. Yes. So- Oh my God. I it's know, so right? good. And we're sitting here and we're like fangirling over ourselves. No, I'm right. But it's like and just the knowledge, right? Like we just can't wait to scream it into the world. I, I it's like, I know. I, I think that's a perfect showing of what these disciplines are. Like that right there is authenticity and confidence. By like, the way, let me just point out too, because two of the people in my upcoming group actually already did my crash course. And mm. so for both of our programs, I want to mention that You don't have to have done the crash course, but if you did do it, there's no reason that you won't get anything out of this deeper dive. Like I know for me personally, I know myself really well and I know when I need some handholding, you know what I mean? And some accountability to practice things. And so Mm -hmm. that's what we offer. 
right? It's like really laying out this framework, like, okay, you guys have learned this. Now we're going to teach you how to keep doing it every day, right? And talk through what you encountered on Monday and, and how you were able to use a discipline and, you know, work through it by Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, whatever that means. But it's, it's really important, I think, to put that out there because it's, it's just sort of like, it's a building block, which I think you actually also said. Well, and it's also, I thank you for calling that out because that's mastery, right? Like you and I have been specifically trained in these 10 disciplines and in cultivating resilience. Mm -hmm. But even as I was going through the program and I've been trained, I live and breathe these disciplines. But as I was creating the reflection assignments, I was taking time and saying, well, what judgments am I making today? Mm -hmm. Because life is an evolution. So they're building blocks and their frameworks, but even the assignments and the discussion, right? Like you were talking about quarantine and being separated from people and wearing masks. And I'm talking two months, not even two months later, a month later mm-hmm. about all of the hate and everything going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And it, it is that evolution because it's like having somebody to hold your hand to say, it's okay to have these hard discussions. Yeah, It's okay to pause and look deep within you and be selfish and take time for yourself to learn and grow because that's how you'll show up better for everybody else. Yep. Yep. And you'll survive this. Yeah. Like mic drop. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And, you know, to your point too, where you say like, we've been trained in this and I'm looking at your course and I'm like, hell yeah, I would still take that course. Mm -hmm. There's always more to learn. There's just always more to learn. And there's always benefit to having somebody challenge your truth. Like it's all about, Oh yeah. It's, you know, it's about learning to challenge your own truth, but let's be honest. We put up these energy blocks and we tell ourselves a story that half the time doesn't serve us, but we don't realize it doesn't serve us until somebody kind of puts it back in our face. And like you said, with the fearlessness thing, with your course, like you you coached a client through being fearless, and then she literally turned it around on you the following week to be like, totally. Lauren, what's the worst that can happen? It was, <laughs> like, it was oh. the funniest. You would have cracked up if you had oh. an eye on the wall for that one. I was like, uh-huh, touche. Oh. Anyways, um, I know you have to get to another client call, so I want to wrap this up quickly. What is one thing that you would like people to remember from today's episode? Oh my God. Just one. (laughs) Um, I mean, you're the one with a call right after this. So have at it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, You know what? I think this is just sort of a universal thing for me. When you are feeling the worst that you can possibly feel, and you are just convinced that shit is happening to you and you have no control Take a breath and remember that you always, you always have an option. You always have control over something. And if you, these disciplines will literally, what's the word I'm looking for? Like embed itself into your being Mm -hmm. so that you remember this more often. It builds power. Like I, I just, I, I, it's 
hard because I want to convince, right? But I also, I know it's hard for people to understand it, but every single person that we talk to and every person on this planet is fully worthy in the moment they're in right now. And they have the power inside of them to do anything. The end. Yeah. I love it. And I love it. And like you said, like, take a breath and realize you have an option. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just taking that breath, you just made a choice, right? Like you made a choice to say, pause, breathe, understand what next. I, I got this, right? Like one of my sessions went into mantra creation. I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm enough. I'm worthy. I'm capable of amazing things. Perfect. Mm, so good. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. Obviously, I love having you on the show. I'm grateful. I'm always so grateful for our time together. So you are welcome back anytime. I agree. It is my profound pleasure. I love being here with you and sharing space with you. And we will definitely do this again. Awesome. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. That was episode 15 of the Conchi Coaching Podcast. If you'd like to connect with Lauren Pla or learn more about her course, I've included her website in the episode notes. If you would like to learn more about cultivating resilience, to download workbooks to support your journey to self-discovery, or to learn more about my upcoming courses, please visit www.conchicoaching.com. As always, if you like learning about mindset and energy leadership coaching, please subscribe to my channel and join my weekly email list so that you never miss an episode or a blog post. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.